Hi, I'm Kaylee. And I'm Taylee. And this is With With Much Much Love. We've been a part of over 500 events and weddings and have seen some crazy things. Join us weekly to expose the truth of what it's really like working in the wedding and event industry. We will discuss the current trends, interview wedding professionals, and share some of our craziest stories. We can't wait to share the honest, unsugar-coated version of what really happens behind the scenes. Welcome to With Much Love. This is Kaylee. And this is Taylor. <laughs> this is our take two because we have had to catch ourselves saying bride and groom. And we talked about this the last episode. We don't want to do that anymore. We want to be super inclusive. And so we got to redo that. Um, so I have to bleep that out, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this week uh, we had a wedding and it was um, super eventful. And it was super fun. Uh, Taylor worked all that. Mm-hmm. It was good. So she's feeling the effects and the event hangover after when you work a the whole The best like part that. is when you lay in bed and your legs just like vibrate. And tingle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and then you come in, you know, the next day and um, people think that usually after an event, like we move on, we're done. But there's a lot to wrap up after an event. Like yeah. we have to do inventory. We have to do wrap sheets where that's where we go over all the cost of goods. And like, this is a business. So we don't just like, you know, conduct the wedding and then we're done. You know, we actually have to go through and do all the financial stuff on the back end. We have to sub- send out damage deposits. We have to, you know, really close up with the clients and make sure everything's good to go. Um, so it's, it's not just like a one and done where see you later. Bye. Like we never talk to them again. A lot of times we're friends with friends with our clients outside of it too. So, um, yeah, it's it's wedding season. So it's kind of chaotic around here now. But are you ready for it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm super tired right now, but I'll uh, get over. You'll it. you'll get there. <laughs> um. So today we want to talk about trends and traditions. Starting off with traditions, one of the traditions is bouquet and garter toss, and. I have a super hard time about being gentle about this, but I'm going to try my best because it's my personal preference um, and that's it. So if you're having a bouquet and garter toss, don't take any offense. It's to each their own and there are some beautiful traditions behind it. Uh, Bouquet was really just passing on the knowledge of becoming a wife to another person, sending their love um, to whoever the lucky person to snag the bouquet. Um, In tradition, that meant that you were getting married next. Mm, I caught one 12 years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Your girl ain't married. You were literally like 14. (laughs) Literally. I was like, oh, I'm next. Okay. (laughs) So, um, and then the garter toss. I have a lot more problems with the garter toss than I do um, the bouquet toss just because I feel like the garter toss kind of makes women property a little bit. Um, But there, if you have a DJ that can actually make it fun, um, that it makes the world of a difference because yeah um like Brett said what did he say you know the story yeah they had had a wedding and um instead of doing like the traditional garter toss whatever um they put the garter on the groom Mm -hmm. and like they carried him out on a table (laughs) and he was just like strutting his stuff yeah and so his wife had Mm -hmm. to like get it instead of 
you know, yeah. the other yeah. way around, which is like the tradition. Yeah. And um, that's really fun. It's yeah. a fun take on it. And there's a lot of different ways to go about it if that's something that you want for your wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is a way to get guests like involved, you know, because yeah. all, all the little kids want to catch the bouquet and, yeah. you know, have the flowers. And, you know, I think that's cute. But I think traditionally it's like the single people. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. And that's kind of sad, you know. Yeah, so. It is. If you make it like an everyone type of thing, like, mm-hmm. hey, if you want these flowers. Yeah. But, I mean, there are different ways to do it, so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, bouquet and garter toss, if you go it about go about it the right way, and you know your crowd the best. So modernize it just a little bit, um, and I think it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. It's just me and my preference. Uh, cake. Cake. <laughs> uh, cake. Just moving on. Uh, cake. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to cake. I think that everybody usually has a cake to cut. To cut. Yeah. I, I feel like it's definitely gotten out of like, well, I don't know. It's not going out of tr- like style. Because no. what happens is generally like if they're having cupcakes. Cupcakes, donuts. Or they're having donuts. Yeah. Or they're having all desserts. What generally happens is they have a small mm-hmm. cake to cut. Um, or they even do a cutting of a pie. Or they cut something yeah. different. Um, they still serve it to each other. Um, because that's the tradition of serving. I don't necessarily think it's the cake now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I don't think it's always the cake. I think it's the serving one another is the tradition. Mm. And, but cake has been a tradition. Like, it's actually one of those desserts that you're like, oh, I'm going to a wedding. You expect there generally to be cake. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're pleasantly surprised when it's donuts, um, or something (laughs) else. I don't know. Um, I, don't I like, like it all. I don't like cake. So, I mean, if it's traditional wedding cake, I like it. But yeah. I don't think we get very much traditional wedding cake anymore. I wish we did because wedding cake flavor, anything is my favorite. Yeah. But I it's mean. It's just like white cake. Yeah. And but. Buttercream It's frosting. different. <laughs> like traditional wedding cake is different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I like all cake. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I, always over there. That's where you can find me. Yeah. Moving on to so bouquets. and then your transition sucked. Today. I'm sorry. Well, how do I transition <laughs> this? Yep. So that's on cake. Oh, and what's on top of cake is generally people top cakes with flowers. So moving on to flowers, we also want to talk oh! about bouquets. <laughs> do you like that tradition? Yeah, better? that's better. Okay. That tradition. That transition. Transition. Tradition. We're transition. Tradition. Transition. Tradition. Transition. Tradition. At this point, it's Sunday. Whatever. Moving on to bouquets and the tradition of bouquets. The bouquet was originally developed because back in the day, like medieval time. Back in the day. Medieval time. I would say a long time ago, before like Victorian era, the bouquets were created to hide the B.O. of the bride. To overpower. And I'm like, my B.O. is so bad. It would overpower the flowers. There is no hiding it with some roses. Like onion flowers, onions. Yum. <laughs> so, um, I don't, I, I love the tradition of bouquets, but that's cause I'm a florist. I love bouquets. I love them too. But bouquets don't have to be a simple bouquet of flowers. flowers it can right. be anything. It could be uh, back in two early two thousands. There were like these brooch bouquets. Um, there's been bouquets of 
feathers. There's been bouquets of pompous grass. There's been bouquets of paper mache. Yeah, paper mache flowers, wood flowers. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be flowers. Um, And bouquets can be fresh. They can be silk. There's so many different things to it. But I like the tradition of bouquets because it's just another accessory. Mm -hmm. So it just it gives you the um, ability to add your own personality into the day. So that's what accessories are. Um, they just top off your dress and make like the perfect accent. So, yeah. And you know, you can use them for decor as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, most of the time, yeah, most of the time people don't just hold those around all day. Like they'll put them at the head table in vases or along the head table or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Save Um, your money and use them and repurpose them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with bouquets and things too, you've got like the white traditional dress Mm -hmm. that originally was, I had to look this up the last take because I keep forgetting, but it was from Queen Victoria. She was the one that really made white wedding dresses the thing and the tradition. And it's been a tradition since really. In my mind though, white is like ivory, champagne, white. They're all the same to me. Um, To be honest, I look at it and you'd think because I have an eye for decor that I would know the difference between the colors. I can't. I I can't tell the difference. I really can't. Like stark white and ivory? No, I can't. I mean, ivory, I guess, is a little bit more yellow. Yeah. But um, when when you're out in the sun and, like, you're getting your pictures done, nobody's looking at your dress and being like, oh, that's ivory. Yeah. Um, But wedding dresses, the white color was actually supposed to be a symbol of purity and innocence. So, but <laughs> anyways, I still like the tradition of white dresses. Yeah, I mean, especially it, you said in last take, like mm-hmm. if your purity is something that like you value and that you've been holding on to until marriage, then up for the white dress, you know, because mm-hmm. that's that's really special and that's something that you've I don't want to say worked for, but mm-hmm. essentially, yeah, you saved for, and so mm-hmm. if that's what you want and that's your cup of tea then that's awesome um but doesn't have to be a dress yeah oh yeah we did say that it could be a jumpsuit a tux I personally would get a jumpsuit to change into Mm. I just see all these like pictures and I'm like oh I love that jumpsuit no one wants to be dancing in a long dress that you're tripping over and somebody's spilling beer all over it it's hot up in there yeah there's like 17 layers I'd be no, like, uh, <laughs> that is why, <laughs> that is why some brides just literally hike it up and hold it all night. Yeah. And I, my thought is just like, get a jumpsuit or something. Yeah, your arms have got to be tired. And in all the yeah. pictures, you look like a monkey because yeah. you're holding your dress up. Yeah. And, and if you identify as male too, like, I don't see why men can't wear white attire either. Like, let's say that you know, you're gay and that's something that is important to you to have the white, like you still want that fairy tale. You still want to make it like stand out and be different. And, and I don't see why you can't have a white tux. I think white suits are cool. Oh, I've yeah. seen them a couple of times. It, I like, would very get classy, like I white and black. Everything oh, absolutely. Hmm. But I mean, and also like, We'll get into colorful stuff yeah. in a minute. So we'll move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can really just make it your own, but uh, white dresses were the tradition. Now, to modernize that, you can make it into a jumpsuit, you can make it into a tux, whatever mm-hmm. you want to make it. Dollar dances. So we'll move into that. 
So. <laughs> I have the worst transitions. I'm just trying to get through this. I know. <laughs> so uh, dollar dances. I mean, they're super awkward. I was like 12, maybe eight. I don't know. I don't remember. But I remember my mom giving me a dollar and saying, here, go dance with them. Awkward. I'm yeah, like 30 I... seconds of just the most awkward tension. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not a thing anymore. There's like different versions of it. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's so that the couple can get extra money for, you know, the honeymoon or whatever. Now there's like Dash for Cash, um, the cake, what is it, smash cake jars? Yep. So whoever gets the most... Uh, honeymoon fun box. Yeah, honeymoon Literally fun. just ask for the money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and nowadays, <laughs> we don't carry around cash. So a dollar dance, I mean, has become, if you're going to do it, becomes a Venmo dance. And then it's just, it's just a lot. It's also a little awkward. As a couple, doing a dollar dance, to me, would be awkward. Because I yeah. have the people I don't know. And I'm not a touchy-feely person, especially. If you are not... if Physical touch is not a love language to you, <laughs> and that is not something you're comfortable with. Opt out of it and do something different because yeah. um, I'm not. I don't like physical touch. I'm not like I just like my own space. I don't even hug my friends. Like it's not something that's, you know, super important to me to show that I care about someone and I don't really want someone touching me. So, you know, opt out of it if you're not comfortable with it. It's just one of those traditions that's been around for a while. And I think it was just used to really get people out on the dance floor. It was really used to get a little bit of extra money, but there's way more different ways to do that now. Yeah. And I mean, if you're, there are some big dancing families Mm -hmm. like that actually like dance, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Like last night, there was a bunch oh God, of like, they were all on the dance floor, all on the dance floor mm-hmm. like just dancing the entire night. Mm-hmm. And they were all kind of doing their own thing. And like, there were some people. It's definitely the culture though. It's yeah. so, it's so fun to have. It's... So they were Hispanic and it was so fun to have just like a difference of music. Oh, and yeah. you know, that's just part of their culture is just to dance. Yeah. And it was so like. Mary Beth and I just like stood out there for a second and watched everyone because it mm-hmm. like the dance floor was full and people were like spinning people around and lifting yeah. people up yeah. and like nowadays like I mean you get a couple people that dance oh, but yeah. it's the same music and it's the same people mm-hmm. and people are just sitting there just like staring at everyone Chatting. yeah yeah and so I mean it was nice to see like not me I'm out there like dropping yeah, there Even was. Even if I lo- look like I'm dancing to Fleetwood Mac and it's actually like Cardi B, I cannot dance. So <laughs> there was this lady last night who I was in the hallway, like just checking on everything, you know, like staring into the ballroom. Yeah. And this lady, I was like kind of dancing, and this lady came up to me and she grabbed my arm and she's like, "Let's go dance!" Oh and I was goodness. like, "I, li- I cannot dance." Yeah, you're like, "Thanks," but I, I, I am can't not good. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean. I think it could be fun if that, you know, if that is your family's thing. An opening. Yeah. Kind of like an opening to get the dancing started. Right. Yeah. So I do like the idea of that. But. So moving on to the next tradition. Toasts are generally a part of almost every wedding. Almost. In some form or some way. That can either be by toast from the bridal party. Toast from parents. Wedding party. Wedding party. There we go. Thanks for correcting me. From the wedding party to the parents to the couple. I mean, sometimes we have one of the couples just like stand up. Like mm-hmm. one of the partners just stand up and give a toast to thank everybody for coming. Yeah. And then that's it. And it's smooth sailing. But I mean, keep them short. Yeah. I also 
think that that should be communicated because one time I was a maid of honor. I know that it is tradition yeah. to do a speech, mm-hmm. but I was not told <laughs> that that was something that we were because some I people don't some do people it. Just assume that that you're gonna. Do and it. so the day of, she was like, "Hey, like, do you have your speech?" That's what she was <laughs> with me. <laughs> I was like, "No." Um, so yeah, I just jotted stuff down really fast, and my opening line was, um, "Hello." For those of you who don't know me, oh, my name is Taylor. Yeah. And for those of you who don't or do know me, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just proceeded, and I kind of blacked out. And then it was like silently awkward silence. And yeah. then you just heard that one person go, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well." I think people just assume that you're going to give a toast, but um, I did not. Every know. toast that I have heard, almost every, starts for those that you don't know me. My name is, and yeah. then, and I'm the I'm the the bride's best friend of like ten years. We've known each other since like college, and so a lot of toasts start out like that. See, when I gave a toast, too, I told everybody, like, I'm not going to start this out of, like, if you don't know me, because you guys don't care. Um, but <laughs> I let, that's what I said. I'm here to support them um, and sh- and give them my love and, um, you know, really be here if you guys need anything. I love you. Congratulations. And moved on to the next, you know, over to the other wedding party because I wasn't going to make it super long because the ones that get drawn uh, out yeah. – those are the ones where you lose people, but, yeah. and they're, it's not as emotional when it's really long. You know, once you hit that, you say 60 seconds, I say three minutes. I think in the middle, probably two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Three minutes seems a little long. A minute seems a little short. Yeah. But I just, I don't, don't make it too long. But generally we're in there crying. Like oh we're, yeah, I cry We're sitting back there crying and, Especially you know. if it's couples that I've like got to know through the process. Yes. And then I'm like. Okay, they actually have people who really love them, and that makes me happy. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we love them, too. Give me the mic. <laughs> so, um, Taylor's about to make a speech for them. Those of you who don't know me, <laughs> I'm Taylor. For those me. of you who do. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on last, to. Oh, wait. There's one more I want to add after oh, yeah. this one. Add so, not in. the last one. but Okay, not the last one. No. So specialty dances, so like your first dance, your father-daughter dance, your mother-son dance. Um, this one was really um, hard for me and Tanner because yeah. Tanner, both of Tanner's parents were passed away by that time. So my mom actually danced with Tanner, which mm-hmm. is, I think, I don't think he knew because I think I kept it a secret. I, w- I asked my mom to dance with him and then uh, he came and she was like, nope, time to dance. And so he danced with my mom instead, which... I think there's beauty behind specialty dances, but I don't think it's always for everyone. Yeah. I. It was hard for me, too, because yeah. I have two dads. Right. It's so, like, how do you... It depends on what the family dynamic is. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's good and, you know, special, mm-hmm. then yeah. But you don't have to... You know, there are a lot of different family situations nowadays. Yeah. So you don't always have to have, you know, a dance with your mom or your dad or whatever. Yeah. You can dance with whoever you want to dance with and who supports you yeah. if it's a 
best friend or an aunt or just whoever. Yeah. Or you don't have to have them at all. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was, you know, that was difficult um, to make that choice, too, of who I was going to dance with. Because having two dads, my biological dad has been in and out of my life and I still love him and um you know he's still my father but I also had my stepdad who was a big part of my life and you know actually coached me through the hardest part of my life which was my teen years and um as somebody that I respect and I love so I didn't want to single them out and um you know but I also felt like I should have had a one like a dance with just me and my mom because my Mm -hmm. mom and I are super super close she was a single mom um up until I was about 10 years old and we are just super close even now we talk at least twice to three times a week yeah so it, it was it was difficult and then you had the the whole aspect with Tanner's parents being passed away and him not having a father or not having you know a mother-son dance and so that was hard but um I think that it's up to the couple and what they feel comfortable with um if you don't want to do them at all that's perfectly fine if you just want to do you two I think that's fine you don't have to even do parents because I know nowadays a lot of us have rocky relationships Mm -hmm. with our parents so you had another one one I wanted to add was something blue something new and something borrowed yeah so yeah I just said it is it something new, something blue, something borrowed? Yeah. Okay. And something. Remember. Wait, is there another one? Something blue, something new, something borrowed, and something, something used. That would be. Wait, maybe. It's used. Okay. Look at us, wedding professionals. I, to be honest, I think that's a safe, tr- like, I think tradition. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a safe tradition. I, I don't think that there's any harm behind it. There was yeah, never I don't know any... what the like origin of it is. No, but I don't either. Um, I don't think people really do it on purpose anymore. Yeah. I think they kind of, yeah. you know, they borrow stuff from people or yeah. they have like a, a family know... heir, not heirloom, but, you know, a family right. thing in the wedding. And I know that it was generally for luck and a marriage Uh, and that's why it was established it was it was like a luck kind of thing just Mm. kind of like June brides are supposed to be lucky oh really yeah I got married in June so I don't know how lucky but are you lucky (laughs) I guess so we're still married we've been together for 11 years I know isn't that crazy Um, old as hay ogre (laughs) so but it's it's one of those traditions that I think is safe and it's not anything too um it's not anything too dramatic and it's something that you kind of keep for yourself but it is a good way to kind of have history and mm-hmm. have your ancestors and something that is memorable because I I like the something used or borrowed because I saved my veil to hopefully give to my daughter if she wants to wear it and I have my wedding dress if she wants to take pieces of my wedding dress I have my hair piece if she wants to take pieces of my hair piece just something to pass on to her for her wedding day and I like that aspect because it's just nice to know that you have the love and support from your family mm-hmm. to to provide that for you so yeah and it doesn't have to be from your family if it's something borrowed it could be your best friend's necklace that she had at her wedding that's something borrowed I think it's safe and I think it's cute yeah I really like I've seen a lot of videos of like people using like their parents old wedding dress and like remaking it into something else oh yeah yeah like a jumpsuit or like a a reception dress Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so I think that's really cool or like they'll even use it for like decor so they'll make it into like a table runner Mm -hmm. or whatever that's really cool I I love that and if that's like an option for you then 
Yeah. That's something personal to put into your yeah. wedding. And it brings in you. Yeah. It brings in your personality. Oh, I wanted to add one oh. more. Oh, my god! I know. We're at 26 minutes. Oh, that's fine. But I wanted to add one more on the tradition, and that is having the person that walks you down the aisle. That having to be your father <laughs> and giving you away. My mom walked me down the aisle. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen a mixture of it. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people, you know, their mom will walk them. Some people, no one will walk them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like the idea of being given away. That's oh, kind of weird to me. that's what I was me. just about to say, yeah. Um, I think that, you know, There's it should be your... terms. That a lot of times they don't say who's bringing this woman to meet this, or giving this woman to be wed to this man. <laughs> I say it because it's very, like... That's usually, that's, like, the traditional, That's the tradition, yeah. male, female. I feel like they still say that, though. Sometimes, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily like it. I, there's also things in the vows that I don't necessarily like. Um, that's been changed a lot nowadays. I kind of <laughs> like, like, for me, I like the idea of just me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that wow moment of like, hi, everyone look at me. Yeah. (laughs) And there's not like the aisle sometimes is just like awkward for two people to walk down at the same time. Yeah. And it's okay to walk by yourself. I kind of like the idea of being a bad (laughs) walking by yourself. So, you know, I like that too. And it gives it more of a wow statement. But if you have, you know, if you have a father that um, paid for most of the wedding and has supported you and loved you and you have a mother who, you know, has been there all your life and they're important to you, you have a a godmother who Mm -hmm. has taken over because both of your parents have passed away and she's been there most of your life, it's okay to give them that honor of walking you down. Yeah. Um, But it's not necessarily them giving giving you you away. away. There's... It's just more of, I don't want to say an approval because that's not the right word either. Yeah, it's just, a blessing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I love you. I'm wishing you the best. Yeah. That's and, how I see it. And you are, I believe in this relationship type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Like, I know, support, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there are different ways for, you know, what's that person called that says that? Efficient? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To say, you know, there's yeah. different things for them yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, but to be but honest, that's also something you talk I about. I don't listen to anything. Oh, I just wait for you to kiss, and then I go woo 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 woo. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> I've been to like two ceremonies. I don't listen to anything. I, I it's hard, especially I don't know if it's because I'm not in the front row, but I don't hear anything. I'm not really paying attention to unless it's like a really different part of the ceremony that's not usually in every ceremony like they're they're saying their own vowels uh, uh, vowels, vowels their own vowels a e i o u and sometimes why is that the right one i think so <laughs> so um if they're saying their own vows then maybe that's the one i listen to the most but or if yeah. they have something like you know a singer that is going to sing a special song or whatever it is those are when i'm paying attention but a lot of times people aren't paying attention throughout the ceremony they're yeah. just like ready for you to kiss so we can go in and party they're like wait what did they say yeah. did anyone hear what they said <laughs> yeah. what did they say yeah that is for traditions i think that kind of sums it up we're at 30 minutes on that so okay Moving on to trends. Trends. Mm, my favorite one. I love colorful weddings. I love all of these, I think. Oh, yes. I mean, did we just pick the ones that know. we loved? Probably. I don't know. Colorful weddings are really coming up this mm-hmm. year. I have one in May that I'm doing florals for, and they don't necessarily have a specific color. They have 
tons of colors. They don't, they just have a, like a theme and it's spring, bright and colorful spring. Mm. So I'm doing flowers for that. And I really, I love it because I get to use so many different colors and things yeah. that I normally don't use. Colorful weddings can come in ranges of different things like your dress can be different colors mm-hmm. um you don't have to have a white attire you can have you know a purple dress or a powder blue jumpsuit or you know maroon tux whatever yeah. it is just color in some way and not bringing color in just by bow ties and shoes and napkins, napkins. like you're yeah. bringing it in in unique different ways yeah I yep I will have a colorful wedding. So (laughs) I think the next one's you too. Disco. Yeah. I think it'll be colorful disco. (laughs) I'm like waiting because disco is very on trend right now. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's really cute. It's Um, that mid-century vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But we haven't seen any disco yet. None no, of our clients. Because I think we draw in a lot of traditional clients. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but we, we're also not like a warehouse and we're more of a classic traditional yeah. style. So we do get, we don't get a lot of like really super trendy, trendy weddings. Um, I think a lot of the trendy weddings are like warehouse or yeah. tented venues where they can literally start from scratch and it's just a blank canvas and it doesn't it or it has more of an urban vibe yeah but that's, that's you you literally live I know and like, like should I just get married in my hallway I don't know <laughs> so I'm like you have that like really industrial like vibe that you like so in like mid-century you're quirky and funky quirky and fun. but yeah. yeah disco I love it I mean disco balls disco yeah. I just, just I, yeah and the way the light hits disco yep. it just adds something fun and whimsical Mm -hmm. and just something different I love to see disco balls also incorporated within kind of like the boho style too Mm -hmm, I think that's mm -hmm. a good combination and it works really well together where you have like the pompous grass and then you also have disco yeah there is a way it sounds really tacky yeah but it's like it, it's so different and unique and if that's your personality um like you like you're a little bit off the you know beaten path you're not like wow it's not an insult <laughs> you're just unique and quirky and you like color and you like um different things and you're not afraid to you know like something that's not same old same old like you're just a little different and quirky and that's why i love you so oh she's never said she loves oh me. my goodness oh my god you guys <laughs> tears <laughs> I guess champagne towers are part of that too. Like I, I see. love. <laughs> I'm scared of this. Yeah, Kaylee's <laughs> terrified. But I mean, that's on them. <laughs> if they spill champagne everywhere, well, clean it up. Clean, I don't. Here's a rag. I think a lot of people use like the plastic, like you know, like the thicker the plastic ones. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's what most people do them with. I could be wrong. I've actually see, never seen one in person. If they're plastic, to me, they, they would, would fall. They Yeah, they would have enough weight to stay standing up. So they have to mm. use real ones. Don't be I the person them. that grabs from the bottom of the tower. Yeah. Because you're going to bring it all down. you got to yeah. start from the top and work your way down. And I would be that person that goes right for the middle. So I don't know if it's just for looks that they're doing champagne I towers. Know. I also think about the handles. I'm one of those. Getting I think about sticky. Yeah. yeah. I think about the handles, the ones from the top, and you get down to the is everything's just sticky and I not, think it's more for like the know. pictures I think so too the aesthetic but you of could it go all. for like a champagne wall too yeah um you know if you want to do a champagne tower for pictures and then you know you have on the side a champagne wall right yeah. beside it and your champagne tower doesn't have to be five stories high. no <laughs> it just needs to be I would say four to five 
you know, layers. Rose, yeah. yeah, is fine. But I think they're cute. I think that would go great with a disco wedding, too. And like it's, it's very, yeah, like eclectic. And I can see the pictures with it yeah. in my mind. Yeah, same. You know, that Vision very it. the very retro look. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mismatch dresses, too. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I always see different florals. Not just mismatch and color. Mismatch style of the top of the dress. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people do that. They do the same color, but they're like, pick the style of your dress. Yeah. That's great. Gives more variation. But I'm talking about different patterns, different colors, totally different yeah. unique dresses. I like that, but I feel like it still does have to be kind of planned out because there, oh, it does. there was yeah. one there was one wedding and everyone was in like jewel tones. Mm-hmm. Very pretty. And then there was somebody in just like a bright neon green. Oh no. Like we're talking oh, no. like lime <laughs> neon citron green and everyone else was in like like ruby colors and like emerald and just like very like earth tones yeah. and then they were in like So maybe have different color swatches picked yeah. out like okay, you get some shade of this. Mm-hmm. You get some shade of this. You get some like if it's like plum, navy, and and uh, I don't know wine. Like yeah. you give them those color areas to kind of stay within, but they can get their own pattern. They can get their yeah. own style. If it's short, if it's long, whatever. This even goes like if they want to have a suit mm-hmm. instead of then they can have a suit. I just in my mind. I love this. I see different people with jumpsuits mm-hmm. and I see people, I don't know what it is, but in my mind I'm seeing a maroon suit with floral pattern on the suit and like black velvet. Ugh, I don't know why this Last is Last night mind, there but. was, there was, I think it was like the dad of the bride uh-huh. and he was wearing an emerald green velvet tux love it with like I think he was wearing like a floral undershirt and love I was it. obsessed yeah like, I love that I yeah want that. it's just different and unique and um so mismatched can be in so many different ways mm-hmm. and it can be really tailored to the person because you still want to give your wedding party a little bit of autonomy on their own looks and style because not like me I'm more of a traditional styled person so yeah. I'm fine wearing like a really traditional bridesmaid's dress but somebody who, one, doesn't identify as female and is forced to wear a dress. Or just isn't, doesn't or is dress non-binary, femininely, yeah. And it is more, they're not going to be, they're not going to be comfortable. Yeah. If they're going to have a little bit more mask vibes, then they're not going to be comfortable in a dress. So be flexible, allow people to wear some kind of um, attire that's going to be flexible to their personality and what's going to make them comfortable. Because you'll be able to see if they're uncomfortable in their in pictures. pictures. Yep. So, and you paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Also on Instagram, I'm seeing so many um, pictures of just elopements. Mm-hmm. I think elopements are a huge trend that are like, and that's sad for us. I know. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, it's what like, do we do to kind of break into that market of doing elopements? We've talked about it, but smaller weddings, like micro weddings and things like that, they're, they're becoming more more popular I will say that's what I would do a micro wedding yeah yeah like an elopement micro wedding I, I one weddings are expensive yeah I, so I if think... you go micro wedding it's gonna be a little less expensive but it's also more for focused on your love yeah it's not it's well, not who a... do we have to invite and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know I feel like I think we talked about this 
maybe we didn't, I don't know, about how we're getting into the generation now of our parents didn't save up for our weddings and our college and all that stuff. And so a lot of the times couples in this generation are having to pay for it by themselves. Mm -hmm. And sorry, but I just cannot do that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and that's, to be honest, um, I say this a lot, but a lot of wedding professionals aren't their own client. If that makes sense. Yeah. We aren't our own client. I'm not my own client. You aren't the the clients. Like we're just not. And a lot of wedding professionals probably will tell you that they would not, they would not get married and have a big wedding. A I, lot of wedding professionals will probably want an elopement or a smaller ceremony and reception. That's also because we've been a part of a ton. Yeah. And we see. The stress and everything that goes into The pros and cons of everything. Yeah. Yep. Not to say that a traditional wedding is bad because of course no, it's not. I mean we love them. But I think it is tailored more towards people who have a lot of people in their lives. Yeah. And have a lot of people they want to share this experience with Mm -hmm. but again we also talked about how we're getting into the generation of not having the best relationships with our families and not having a bunch of friends and and so it is easier and less stressful and kind of like humbling I guess to just elope and make it a you thing yeah so I, I I considered eloping yeah. when I got married. That was like I want to go to Hawaii and get married on the <laughs> beach. Like that's what I wanted. And the, but I looked at the cost of doing that versus a wedding. And I don't know why, but I feel like if it's if I, I feel if you're more of like the bride groom relationship, usually the groom wants to have a full reception because they don't know what goes on into it. That's because um, they don't have any. Yeah, they have no <laughs> clue of what goes into it. You know, that's what Tanner wanted. He wanted to have an actual wedding and like party with his friends and celebrate, which I get because his family that's what they use as tra- like as family reunions, right. also funerals. And, and that's, that, oh my gosh, that's <laughs> awful. Do not say that for again. He's, he's got a family curse. I'm sorry. He literally does. I, I swear every week, Kaylee's like, We're so, about to get morbid, guys. We're about to get really. Kaylee's like, yeah, someone in Tanner's family died. Next week, yeah, someone in Tanner's family died. Next week, guys. Yeah. It's, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? No, if we do not have three funerals a year, it is not a normal thing. Like we, he uses funerals and weddings or holidays as family reunions. <laughs> Sorry you died, bud. Anyways, what's up? <laughs> um, no, I, it's, it's weird. It's one of those curses that I tell, I was like, you're going to need like a human sacrifice to bring oh that curse. Gosh. No joke. Like it's, I don't know, but yeah, both of his parents are passed away. So, and we, it's kind of sad that we're desensitized to it now because there's horrific way that people pass away in his family just this week alone. And so, you know, we're, we're desensitized to it, but anyways, but yeah, wrapping up on the weddings, the smaller weddings and things like that, they, they really just focus on your love. They focus Mm -hmm. on what the big picture is. And that's, a marriage of two people who love each other. But another, I mean, it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's a trend per se, but another thing that we're seeing sometimes we have one this year. I don't know. We may have others. I don't know, but they're actually, they're eloping Mm -hmm. and then they're just having a reception. Yeah. So they're still having the whole experience. It's just separate from each other. And that's not a money Um, choice. 
that's not a, that's usually not a money choice because ceremonies aren't as expensive as receptions. Oh no, this is this is just they, this is because they want to celebrate together. Yeah, and focus on marriage for love for one another, and then they'll celebrate later on with their family. Yeah, Which but I think there's a lot of people that do that still. Yeah, I think that's I think that's smaller still, ceremonies, bigger mm-hmm. receptions is yeah. definitely. I mean, I did that. Definitely I had 50 a trend. at my ceremony, and then I went to my reception after. Yeah, so, which, which I mean, I I understand because not every, not all of your guests need to see you get married. Yeah, no. I mean, because there are people that you invite that are just like, you know, friends. I could and, really care less about Tanner's friend watching us get married. Like he he could care less. He just wanted to show up and drink beer. <laughs> so it was not it wasn't about it wasn't about that and it was really just a celebration afterwards but I also yeah. left my wedding at like 8 30 and took on my gifts and said peace yeah last night I mean the bride and groom left pretty early and I'm, everyone just started kept partying I, I was like all right that's me all that's power mood. to them because mood. I the same way it's um, bedtime yeah literally oh different specialty dances like yep. being being funky and fun with it instead yep. of just doing your traditional like slow dancing at your receptions and, you know mm-hmm. you've seen the videos of like the the couple or mm-hmm. the bride flash and, mob stuff. yep yep yeah. the bride and the dad like they'll be dancing yep. and then it's like oh hold on the music just changed and then yeah. they're like break dancing and you're yeah like, what is going dad on has no rhythm whatsoever <laughs> yeah um or then like the wedding party they'll have a whole dance mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think that's fun it is and it i like it when one couple is dancing like one partner is dancing mm-hmm. for the other person i think that's so cute and if you have a videographer the like yes. the best part is capturing the partner who's like sitting waiting for their other they're like like what is, what going, is going on? on and I just love that raw facial expression that they have like oh crap like I couldn't keep it a secret no I, I think I would be like a secret uh, so I did this thing uh and how do you how do you go about choreographing choreographing, yeah, choreographing uh I mean that. you hire someone well even that uh, how do you get away from that person long enough to practice this multiple times I'm going to work yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then you take like a two-hour lunch. <laughs> Sorry, I was really so, hungry. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're super cute. I I think that it's just something fun and different, and it's entertaining for everyone. So. I haven't seen any since I've been here, which is really surprising. And it gets the party started. I have actually yeah. I have a picture of a bride and dad dancing. Oh, I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. and and it's a it's it's hilarious and it's um he definitely did not <laughs> look like you'd need the dad to do that, but it's so cute. Moving on, uh, I have a story at why I don't have my ring today. So, I was cleaning and I went to go lift up the window to clean underneath it. I got my ring caught and I almost ripped my finger off. Oh. That story was brought up because rings are changing too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are getting even silicone rings. Like they're not yeah, really. Those are. That, that's for people usually for people who like work a lot with their mm-hmm. hands or yep. stuff and still want to wear something. Yeah. But you're not going to wear your ring regardless of if it was ten dollars or yeah fifty thousand. Like yeah. you're not going to wear it to work yeah. because you're just going to. Mine wasn't cheap, and I've already lost two diamonds out of it. I I like the Moissanite. Me too. Rings. One, they're ethical, mm-hmm. and um, they're ethically sourced. They're not diamonds, um, but they look kind of like diamonds. So if you like that traditional, I think they look diamond better, look, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and they're a little bit cheaper. I wouldn't say they're cheap, they're but a lot cheaper. they're not. Yeah, they're not as like 
You're not spending $15,000. You can get more carrots of a moissanite than you can get. Yeah. And to be honest, it's not really, the stones aren't the thing to pay for. It is the metal that goes into it that's going to hold everything together. Because Mm -hmm. trust me, I paid for the diamonds and not the metal. And what happened is I lost the diamonds. (laughs) So um, I'm considering, like, I want to (laughs) upgrade. I want to, because we were young. We were like 23, 24, and we didn't really have money. I mean, my ring still wasn't cheap. Right. The thing is, is that my wedding band, I got it on Etsy. Mm -hmm. I really didn't care. I don't know why I was so set on like having a diamond ring. Um, I would like to upgrade to have something like more of like an emerald because I love mm-hmm. that green color. So you don't have to have diamonds. No, you can have you don't any. Even have to have I've seen moissanite. so many different rings. Like mm-hmm. when people come in for tours, I'm like, oh my gosh, I always look at the ring. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and use your ring as part of your a uh, part of your decor. Mm-hmm. Like lay into that style. If you have more of like an antique looking ring, yeah. lay into that style and do more of like a gold and more antique style wedding because that's your personality. Yeah. So, and it's okay if you send your partner pictures of rings that you like. Yeah, I feel like you that- know you're probably going to get engaged. So send them ideas because going into a ring store and not knowing, oh my God, I'd be terrified. The last thing you want is, I mean, it shouldn't matter regardless. Or buy your own. (laughs) But, you know, it would would kind of be awkward if your partner was like, oh, like when I get married, I got Mm -hmm. this ring. And you're like, I hate that. (laughs) Because you can't, I don't think you can return rings. I don't really, can you? I bet you could. Well, if it's like sized, like you can have it resized, but I I bet you could return it or exchange it if you're getting from like a jewelry store. Um, But if you're getting it like at like, I don't know, there's like personal jewelers. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to like read your receipt and ask that when you go in, especially if you're really nervous about it and you're like, I don't know if they're going to like this. Maybe I should see about what their return policy is, but it would be really awkward for the person receiving that ring to be like I hate because you want to be grateful and you 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 know you're happy because you're potentially going to spend the rest of your life with this person but at the same time it's kind of like yeah we all have our like dream yeah you know and you also change over time yeah I know when I got engaged I was a silver person Mm -hmm. and now I'm a gold person yeah and I don't know if that's just because of trends and we're leaning more heavy towards gold but I've I don't really wear silver anymore, but the one thing I have is silver. That is my wedding ring. And I don't mind it, but things change and it's okay to upgrade. It's okay to, I'm say, I will save mine and I will put it away for my son to, if he wants to propose, you know, if Mm -hmm. he wants to propose to a guy, I mean, I'm fine with that too. You can go and have it like, you can wear a diamond ring. I, well, yeah, but like, you know, if you want to melt it down, reshape it, do something different with it, go ahead and change it. You know, it's not going to be something that hurt me. Um, or even like my daughter, you know, if I give her the wedding band or whatever, my wedding band's from Etsy and it's like $30. So I doubt that (laughs) happens, but, um, they have held up the test of time and you don't have to have something super expensive to really last a long time. And to be, it's just a symbolic thing. So it doesn't need to be diamonds. It doesn't need to be rubies. It doesn't need to be, it just needs to have, you know, the intention and the, you know, love behind it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's a ring pop Mm -hmm. or a $50,000 ring. Yeah. Embroidered veils. Mm-hmm. I mean, to go along, I I love 
embroidered veils. It's they a way to pretty. add color. Yeah. It's a way to add texture. Um, I like the tradition of veils in general because I think they're great for pictures. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean you have to wear them all the time. But I like embroidered veils. I think this is really good Like if you're going mid-century too. I like the long. I like the long veils. Train. Like, like long cathedral. and dramatic. I don't like the, I mean, not that I don't like, but... I think that they're just more pretty than the shorter ones. Yeah. Yeah. They have more purpose. Like you can use them to you like. You can use them in pictures mm-hmm. and They're have great movement. for like your detailed photos too. So mm-hmm. your photographer can use if they have like lace edging mm-hmm. or they have the embroidered. Which when we say embroidered, we're not just meaning like lace around the edges. It's all the way up into the veil. Yeah. So um, I wish I could show you the garden picture of like the veil that I saw. Oh, it's beautiful. Chef's, Chef's kiss. kiss. And then we also have LED signs. That's been a trend for a couple years now. A big trend. I, w- I would say probably 50, if not 60% of the weddings have them. Oh, yeah. And everybody wants to use our LED LED sign. Or they have, like, custom ones. I love them. Yeah. I, I think, think it's a – you can put it on your bedroom yeah. wall. You like, can save it forever. Yeah. Um, it's decor after the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, if you buy one, like, personalize it. And if it goes out uh, of style, they'll never go out of style for, like, home bars. Yeah. So you could like hang it up over your bar, like or whatever. If you have a little bar cart, you could put it over top yeah. of that. Even or you if could they rent it out time. after your wedding. Yeah. If you don't want to. Yep. If you, put like it up. we have a better together one, so it's pretty general and can go to any kind of wedding. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a last name, but that's I think those are so cute and so uh, such a good way to personalize it. Yeah, I, I really like those. I'm just like envisioning it like in like a living room and then like that's like your lamp. Yeah. You know? Yep. So yep. I like them. Yep. Love them. Like and they them. come in different colors. You can get yep. them in so many different colors. Bright white. You can get them in more any, like literally warm any lights, color. pink, blue, anything. So. Um, uh, you can use them at your head table. Uh-huh. You can use them as like a photo mm-hmm. op for like a photo, what yeah. a photo booth. Gosh. You can literally put them anywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they, I mean, that kind of, I see a lot of the disco colorful weddings with LED signs. A lot mm-hmm. of them. But it's not like I don't see other weddings with LED signs. Right. The one traditional classic ones too also have LED. It's just a good statement piece. Dark and moody weddings are also on trend. I mean, we're seeing them everywhere. It's like, I when we say dark and moody too, it, there's also like another element of gothic. I think Gothic weddings are more moving. It's more coming into trend now than just dark and moody. Dark and moody is like, like we had one this last October that was like that emerald green Mm -hmm. and like really, I had to really be careful with it because it's emerald green, burgundy and gold. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can so easily make this Christmas. Right. (laughs) So I had to really be careful with it. Um, I think I turned it out really well, but I added in some of the black, um, calla lilies and like to make it super dark and really green and earthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think dark and moody can be in so many different ways. I just did a mood board for a couple that has like plums, dark plum and some, um, some dusty rose and sage greens and like some really earthy dark colors and black. And um, I would say that's dark and moody, but that's not gothic. Yeah. Gothic is different and gothic is more of like everything is black or like really, really red, dark, dark red. If you're going to do a color, gothic colors are way lower on, is it saturation? 
I'm not a photographer, so I don't know like the hues. It's not going to be emerald green. It's going to be like dark forest green. Yeah, let's say like brightness. I think saturation, yeah. Yeah, and there, if you're having a gothic wedding, I see a lot more of those being like more Baroque style. So they're like cathedral style gothic Mm -hmm. weddings. Mm -hmm. So you'll see them more in venues with stained glass windows or you'll see them in more industrial areas. You won't, I don't think we could host a gothic wedding. (laughs) We're too bright. We're too airy. We have too much white and ivory. But that is a trend that it's leaning towards. And as much as I love that trend, that gothic trend, because I like the darkness to it, unless that is specifically your personality, and it's been your personality for the last 10 to 15 years, I would lean more dark and moody than I would lean more gothic because gothic is going to go out of style so fast. And it's something you're going to have to look at for the rest of your life. When you're 80 and you're showing your pictures of your wedding to your grandkids and you pull it out and you're like, this is our wedding. And they're like, why is it literally look like you're a vampire? Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> and that's not you as a person anymore. You've changed. If it was dark and moody, it'd be less dramatic and it'd be more classic and it would be lay into and not be so trendy. That which... To wrap everything up, the trends in general, you have to remember these are trends. Mm -hmm. So remember that this is the same trend of the puffy sleeves in the 80s. This is the same trend of the teased hair in the Mm -hmm. 80s. And the, I don't know, I picture like cowgirl hats with a veil on the back. You know what I'm talking about? They had head pieces that they Mm -hmm. had. I think that's an 80s one too, but this is, these are trends. So remember that they do go out of style and trends change. Traditions generally stick around and trends will modify themselves. And they're usually, what it is, is it's usually trends play off of the traditions. So they're taking a tradition and they're twerking them. Twerking. Twerking. <laughs> uh, they're twisting Ow. them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, they're taking these um, traditions and they're tweaking them and making them into something that's more... Um, for the times. For the times. Yeah. So they're just modernizing them. But anytime modernizing always will become the past. So just remember that when you're going into this that you're you're keeping you can still play into some trends, but also incorporate some traditions as well, if that makes sense. So it's still a wedding. It's still we want to use trends, but we don't want to overdo it on the trends and then not have any of the traditions in there too. Just do whatever the f*** you want. That's what Taylor said. She's over here like <laughs> side-eyeing me like, no, I don't think side that. Side-eye. <laughs> side-eye. So, um, but I, I mean, I yeah. I feel like a zombie right now, to be honest. I know. My <laughs> eyes are like. I can see it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like I'm, these three tours are going to be so fun. Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. Mm. We're going to sign off with that. Um, Taylee is yawning and she needs to go take a nap. So take a nap, take a nap right here. <laughs> Signing out with much love. <laughs> All the time. <laughs>
We want to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you love what you hear, give us a rating and follow on whatever platform you're listening. If you want to see more of our shenanigans, you can find us on Instagram at The Eden Events. You can also find us on our website at TheEdenEvents.com. We hope to see you next time.